Welcome to Women Volunteers, a GFWC NC podcast where we talk with women across North Carolina who volunteer their time in support of community improvement. We'll find out how they got started, how they manage these projects, and the impact of their volunteer actions. Thank you for joining us here today. I have two guests who are going to share with us information on a project that they did around sensory quilts. Joining me are Marie Bacor and Jan Collins. Marie has been a member of the Greensboro Women's Club for four years and is a member of the Health and Wellness Committee. She works with the Greensboro Convention and Visitors Bureau and has three children and four grandchildren. Welcome, Marie. Thank you, Kelly. And Jan has been a member of the Greensboro Women's Club for more than 19 years and is retired from the U.S. Attorney's Office, is married, and is the proud cat parent of Gus. Welcome, Jan. Thank you. Glad to have you ladies here. So tell me about this project that you have for sensory quilts. What are they? Um, They're kind of like a small, almost a little bigger than a placemat quilt with lots of little objects on it to help stimulate sensory um, for people with dementia, Alzheimer's, um, even um, anybody in a nursing home that can use it to help. It helps with fidgeting. It keeps their mind active. So it has things on it that they can manipulate and do so that it helps stimulate their mind and that keeps them from being so bored. So what kind of things uh, are on the quilts? Oh, zippers, beads, um, there were things to tie, hair bands, um, buckles. There were things that had feeling like rough textured fabrics, okay, soft so textures, pad, okay. yes. uh-huh. Uh-huh. sometimes they just like the, to feel things to rub on them. So it, everybody's was a little different, but the, um, there was many little things to manipulate or play with, even little toys that were on a key ring. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how did you guys get the idea for this? Um, it came in a um, in our book when we were both brand new as uh, chairs. And the book they gave us had a section in the back of different things other clubs had done. Okay. So this is the administration book that you yes, have, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. And I didn't know what it was. But we <laughs> looked it up. And when I told the group, everybody loved the idea. Yeah. And, but it was, we didn't have a clue what it was until we did some research. So why did you think it was a good idea? I, well, personally, I just thought it, it was art and something to help people combined. Plus, um, everybody in the club seemed to be touched by Alzheimer's. Okay. And they, yeah. it meant a lot to everybody to do this to help with those types of patients. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so you've got this idea for these quilts. So how many of these sensory quilts did your club make? About 34. Oh, wow, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. So did, uh, did everyone who worked on them know how to sew? Nope. No. So how did you deal with that? Well, that was our challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a challenge. Um, I had to figure out how to make it first. Okay. Because there was no one pattern and they were all the same. I looked, I had to Google and keep looking for ideas. And most of them were people putting their own ideas of how to create one online. So the challenge was finding one that would be easy to assemble so that even people who don't sew could participate. 
Okay, so, so how did you do that? Um, we got the fabrics and we had a donation, a club donation. So we got tons of supplies. And then we had a room full of people that volunteered and the, each person got to pick their fabric so they could design the colors. Mm -hmm. And then they went around the room and picked all the stuff they wanted to put in. They just sat and designed it and then they brought it to the people who know how to sew. Okay. And we stitched everything on. Okay, so your members created a plan for each sensory quilt they yes. wanted. And they took it to someone who sewed that was another member. And then the yes. people who sewed put them together or did they do some teaching for those who didn't sew? No, I had a sample that I made to mm -hmm. try to get the whole idea of the easiest way to make it for that number of people and for people who can't sew. And then I had some pictures, too, on the table. So okay. I went around and kind of helped and Jan helped. Mm -hmm. And from there, everybody, I think that's what made it so much fun is each person got to create it completely how they wanted it. Mm hmm. Yeah. So did they sew them by machine? Yes. Okay. So no hand sewing when it. Was well, maybe a little, little bit. I guess you have buttons the, and stuff, the, right? The um, items, the fidget items, were sewn on by hand. Okay. A few were. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, but most of them have to be very secure in order to make sure that they don't pull them off and put anything in their mouth. You have to treat it almost like you're doing it for kids. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's a little different level than having to really attach or make sure things are large size right, right. Mm -hmm. okay yeah so um, you said how they're lap size but yeah they're, lap size. Um, <laughs> they were what 18 by something it was what we found was the perfect solution to cutting and getting a whole lot of fabric was buying a pre-cut quilt square it was just the right size okay didn't have to do anything but sew two pieces together with some batting in between and then from there everybody could create so is it like a fat quarter or um i'm not hmm. sure the name of it i just know that it, when i went to joanne fabrics i found it and i went oh, that's the right size that's an orange, it was about right? okay. 18 by 20 something okay. i don't remember right. exactly it could be so a little larger than a placemat yes mm -hmm. um, but they could put it on their lap or mm -hmm. on the table in front of them play with it mm -hmm. okay yeah, there's so many pre-cut sizes of fabric. It's they only had the really one hard. over there, and it was just right. And I believe it was something roughly around 18 by 26 is what's in my head, yeah. okay. somewhere in yeah. there. All right, yeah. But that that was the easiest. But we had so much fabric donated, we were able to cut some fabric okay. to the same size and okay. go from there. So you had fabric. You needed mm -hmm. to buy the items that you were putting on there, or pick fabric with textures. So you might have a furry fabric mm -hmm. or a rough fabric, mm -hmm. any other items. So you had to select and get all of that. Um, batting, mm -hmm. I assume, if you're making a quilt. Yes. Now, did you bind them or just sew them inside out and turn them? Sew them inside out and, and turn them. And now we didn't have to spend as much time doing the Correct. binding for them. Yes. I didn't want to worry about ironing and fusing everything. I felt <laughs> that would just add more confusion. So yeah. Just, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm a quilter in... Um, Quilting is ironing the same piece of fabric, you know, 700 times, <laughs> yeah. I swear. It, yeah. really <laughs> it really is. So um, how long did it take you from the idea to being ready to make them? And then how long would you just you can ballpark it from making them to having, you know, ready product? I would say when, from the time we announced it, maybe three weeks. Yeah, uh, it's, weeks, we just I know we set the date for yeah. the collection. We gave a list of ideas of what we mm -hmm. wanted. And then um, we had a date set for the actual sewing. So the night that we sewed, mm -hmm. it was all done on that night. So and it was that one was, night you did yes. all the sewing for 30 something of them, yes. right? How, what, a couple hours? Yeah, I would say at least three, three hours. Three hours. Yeah, okay. it wasn't yeah. much longer than mm -hmm. that. Okay. That's a pretty quick 
yeah. project. Mm-hmm. I tried to make it as easy assembly as I could. And when you had that many volunteers coming in, because gosh, we had what, maybe 20? Oh, yeah. Okay. At least. Um, so each person, and sometimes they'd bring it and put, we'd sew on a couple mm-hmm. items, they'd take it back and add some more okay. till it all fit on. Okay. But And really, so, I mean, you did this, this was pre-pandemic when you did it. So mm-hmm. in a pandemic world, you know, we still have some clubs that aren't meeting, right? at least in person, mm-hmm. right? Or they're limiting. This could easily translate to almost a chain Yes. Right. Of, you know, people doing one thing and they drop it off at another member's house and they do something mm-hmm. with it and they drop yeah. it off at another member's yes, house. Yes, right? absolutely. Because okay. mm-hmm. uh, that could be, uh, I know my club, we did uh, every year we do um, stuffed bears for Victory Junction. Mm-hmm. And I'm the only one who really sews in my clubs. Mm-hmm. We're not a big club. There are like six of us. <clears throat> so um, everyone else does stuffing. Okay. And so they come to my house and pick up stuffing and like bear skins and uh-huh. then they bring them back <laughs> stuffed. But it's a way for us to do it. And then someone else drove them down and right. donated them. Right. So you could do a very similar thing, I think, with this. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. So who did you who did you give them to? Um, our current president, Maggie Gillis, she works in um, a nursing home. So she said her they needed them because theirs were all worn out. Okay. So um it took quite a few months because a pandemic hit and she wasn't allowed to accept them well, until right. things opened up. Because we didn't know if it was airborne it, or, or transferable, or right? right yeah. Exactly. So um, I stored them until she was ready to take them, and then she took them. And when they were allowed to come in, she brought them okay. to her place. So that was just for one facility. Then. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there probably a, a need for more at right. some other facilities. Our um, our committee that we have in place now is actually planning on doing another one. So do you have a, a facility in mind for the one you're going to do? I think they do. They didn't, I don't remember if they've said who it was, but I know they called me asking for ideas. Okay. And I happened to type up the directions so that if anybody else chose to do this down the road, the directions were at least in writing. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've all gotten that project, yeah. right? <laughs> it's all in my head. Yes. And I'm, I'm busy. You can't extract yes, it from exactly. me, right? Right. So I imagine um, nursing homes in other, you know, assisted living facilities generally have a designated person to work with volunteers or external mm-hmm. um, providers for donating. So it'd be easy for a club to reach out to yes. uh, any facility near them if they wanted to do a project like this. Yes. It's also good for children, especially okay. special needs children, because really? the fidgeting helps keep them uh, their mind busy to help... It helps with aggression and keeping them calm. Hmm. So they, you could actually do this for a school or younger kids that may be in a, a special ed program. Oh, interesting. I hadn't mm-hmm. thought about that. Yeah. yeah. The that... only reason it came up is uh, I have a special needs child. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was looking at it, I was seeing stuff for kids. And they had the same thing. I mean, they even have them on wooden boards, which... I mean, we couldn't make that, <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> but it was kind of neat. I thought, oh, it, I never even thought about it for them. That sometimes, especially if they're agitated, mm-hmm. they can go and sit quietly and play with something and it'll calm them down. I have a friend whose son's favorite thing is this, the rattle. Uh huh. Loves like you know uh, listening yeah. to like yeah you know anything that rattles or makes that noise. Yep. And then once she got this giant television, you know the light changing that he could finally see the light changing. <laughs> it was like the, it's just kind of it's neat to see. Yeah. You yeah. know when someone has something that reaches them, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Yes. Very good. So did, was there anything you discovered along the way doing this project that surprised you? How much they loved uh, it. 
how creative everybody yes. was. Just amazing. Mm -hmm. Everybody did their own quilt and uh, such a variety. Mm -hmm. But I, I still to this day, they talk about it. Yeah. And it's been for almost four years. Yeah, they really enjoyed but, it. Uh, yeah, I've had people come and say, I loved that project. And I think, too, it was something different. A lot of times we get stuck in repetitive projects mm -hmm. because they worked and it's easy and I'm the type of person I get kind of bored I like to change things up mm -hmm. so I think this was something different and they felt like they were not only having fun creating it but it was going to go to a great cause they sure. liked the idea of both of those things yeah that's a good point and you didn't have any fundraising as part of this right I know sometimes we get tired of fundraising right no we just with donations with you donations know. Mm -hmm. and, and they gave us so much we ended up serving two purposes we made the quilts and then donated to a um re reconsidered, reconsidered goods, goods. Oh, I don't yeah, know if right. yeah. yeah and that's we've cool. done things for them so i took several boxes of supplies to them when we were all done oh that's awesome yeah that's really cool yeah so, so this would be pretty easy for someone else to do yes and, and put together so um, certainly would mm -hmm. from an it, we often talk about what our role is within the women's club in addition to doing good volunteer projects is to organize mm -hmm. volunteers. How did you organize your volunteers? I know you said that you put out a call. Was that like in a newsletter? Well, or? at our club, we announced it, mm -hmm. and it was mm -hmm. well-received because, uh, as Marie said, there's a, everybody's been affected with dementia and mm -hmm. Alzheimer's, mm -hmm. and people just were thrilled to do that. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and we had a sign-up sheet, and got our volunteers mm -hmm. so it's pretty simple yep okay we, you know we we recruited as many sewers with the machine as we could and i think we had six of us that mm -hmm. were actually sewing which is a good turnout oh, that's a good amount yeah. yeah so that's why we were able to get those quilts made so quickly okay so um did you hear from the facility about how the residents uh, felt about receiving the new you know maggie hadn't really said uh. I don't no think, complaints. So you know they're good, this right? Happened during COVID. Yeah. I mean, it was maybe the Gosh. next week that everything was shut down. Right. Yeah. So yeah. everything stopped. Because when did we do um, it? Was it a February? It was, it was early, like March the fifth. Okay. I can remember because right. We, yeah. And it felt like a year before we gave it to her. It may not <laughs> no. have been, but I thought it has been a long eighteen months. Yeah. Let me tell you, I think I am over this. Yeah. So I don't know about y'all. Yes. 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 Very much so. Uh -huh. But um, well, that's a really neat project. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today, so that our listeners can hear about uh -huh. a project that y'all did that your members really liked, yeah. that was helpful to people in your community and touched those that touch your membership. <laughs> and it sounds like it's something pretty simple that um, people could uh, turn around, whether they want to do it themselves or whether they want to make it into a group project that right. they could turn around and make happen. Yes. So. Mm -hmm. Thank you both. I You're really welcome. appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Enjoyed it. Women Volunteers is a podcast by Kelly Paul for GFWCNC. If you're interested in learning more about the General Federation of Women's Clubs of North Carolina and how you can join these amazing women in improving our communities, please visit us on the web at gfwcnc.org.